it's Keith. Welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk about vaccinations and the pandemic that continues and how it affects my life, how it might affect yours. And I don't know, let's see where this goes. Maybe I'll keep this one personal, uh, just keep you up to date about what's going on with me. Um, I want to really explain my thought process on getting vaccinated, which I did a few weeks ago. I'm recording this on April 28th, 2021 in Los Angeles, California, and I got vaccinated on April 10th here in LA. I kind of surprised myself when I did that because I wasn't exactly a champion of this process, and I have to tell you, I'm still ambivalent about it. Uh, I've had side effects. I have health issues now that I'm not sure if they're related. Like I'm, I have continuous nausea and headaches. I don't know if they're from the vaccine or not. Um, I haven't controlled for other <laughs> variables like, um, microdosing mushrooms, drinking bad wine on occasion, you know, like I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I haven't been able to prove any of these things, but I do believe in science. <laughs> I think that's the funniest meme that people use these days. Like as if science is this monolithic thing, like people are literally using the word science as if it's a religion. Like, you believe in Christianity. That's something you can believe in. Like, it's clear what you mean in general. Like, there are certain tenets to it, you know. With science, like, science is a process, guys. Like, tests were run. Um, you know, like, nothing is perfect. Scientists do interpret data differently. So, I don't know what people exactly mean when they say they believe in science. In this case, I know what they mean. They mean they're pro-vaccination and pro-Dr. Fauci and pro-leftist politics regarding the the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, like science is supposedly on that side. Um, and that's fine. I don't, I, I guess that's whatever, but I have some more skeptical friends that aren't necessarily right-wing Trumpers who are against the vaccine. And they have their own scientific reasons to be against it. Um, and maybe scientific isn't the right word there. But I think that people that are pro-vaccine also don't quite have the science either. They just have the public policy, which is aiming for herd immunity, which I do support. So insofar as believing the science means that you're supporting herd immunity, I'm with you there. I'm absolutely in favor of reaching herd immunity. But more and more and most importantly, I'm in favor of reaching social normalcy. <laughs> I want us to get back to our fucking lives, guys. I want people to enjoy culture and friendships and group activities again. That is my agenda here. Now, did me personally getting vaccinated, does it help accomplish that? That's what I want to kind of figure out here today. So like I said, I got vaccinated on April 10th. I woke up that Saturday not knowing if I wanted to get vaccinated. 
And I just decided to go on this website, myturn.ca.gov, just to check it out, you know? And I had done that a few times. Um, I went on a few different websites uh, recommended to me by various health professional friends and other people that were just really quick on finding their shortcut to the vaccine. Look, the vaccine has been available in California like all year long, like since January. And if you were clever enough or whatever, you could get it. And, you know, some of that at first was like the politics of skipping the queue or the line rather. Some of it was like, you know, you have to identify with certain at-risk groups. Um, there were politics involved, and I was trying to avoid a lot of those politics. Some of those were racial for some reason. A lot of those were age-based. Um, some of those were, you know, existing conditions-based, which is all fine. Like, it's all totally good with me. I don't really care. I was a little disturbed that, like, when California first was rolling out the vaccine, it was a it was a mess. A lot of it was getting wasted. The government was trying to prioritize certain groups that didn't want it. And I think that that led to a lot of people in my milieu, basically healthy, you know, young adults, getting it because they knew how to access it and it's better than wasting it, right? Um, I have some friends that have gotten it and felt bad that they got it because they did feel like they were robbing it from a more disenfranchised, unhealthier person. <laughs> and I want to, whoops, I want to assure, uh, pardon my uh, fidgeting over here. I want to assure those people that you're still okay. It's fine. You're not evil for taking some a vaccine, you know, like you're not stealing it from somebody else. Uh, if I'm honest, guys, where I'm sitting, the vaccine is bountiful. It's plentiful. There's enough to go around. It's being given away quite literally. Now, I'm speaking very particularly about Southern California. So this is not applicable to so many of you around the world. And I'm sorry about that because I, I fully endorse anyone that wants the vaccine to have access to it and to get it. And that's just not the case. Um, it's too bad that it's not the case because again, I'm in favor of herd immunity globally and a return to normalcy, which includes travel and global movement. So it's super annoying to me personally that that's not the case, given that I am a traveler and that I have a residence in Germany that I wanna get back to. Now again, I can do it. I have a visa there. Um, I'm not affected per se, but I have friends that are. I have friends over there that I'd like to have come visit here that can't. I'd like to visit people around the the world that in countries where I don't have a visa. You know, like there's all these circumstances that people don't really think about or care about somehow that matter. And maybe this is just too selective of a socioeconomic group, but I don't think so. I think that a lot of people, by and large, wish they could travel and enjoy life again. And we need to fucking do that, you know? Like, that is the point. So I think a lot of that attitude that I have, like this prioritization of freedom and in particular, freedom of movement and freedom of expression and freedom to, you know, celebrate, drink, and be merry. Like, I want that so badly in, 
like I want access to that. Not that I want it every day all the time. I just want to be able to do that when I want it, that I will do what it takes. A fun thought experiment is like, well, how far will you go and what would you accept? You know, like if we're talking maybe Orwellian hypotheticals, what if there is such thing as a vaccine passport where you have to be vaccinated in order to get on a plane and travel somewhere? I kind of don't give those a lot of credence. I think those are rumors uh, conjured to propagandize and influence more people to getting vaccinated. And I get that from a health policy perspective. Like, from a macro perspective, states and society societies need herd immunity and the way to get there is to vaccinate a lot of people, like 80% of the population. The other way to get there is to let a lot of people get the virus, which is also happening. And that's supposedly a bad thing, but like, let's face it, guys, the death rate is still super low. I have never heard of it going above 1%. Maybe it's broken 1%. Maybe. 2%? I mean, compare that to the plague you know, at like 50% or something, like 33, 50, or 66%, like those kind of numbers are insane. Malaria numbers, HIV numbers, like dengue fever numbers, uh, yellow fever, like a lot of epidemics don't reach the level of pandemics globally, but their numbers are worse in terms of death rate. And that I do think is the only number to care about. And in this entire year plus, year and a half, the death rate has never actually been scary. And I don't understand why everyone is so scared of it, frankly. I think it's because of all the confusion, frankly. Like, what does happen to you if you get COVID-19? Who is most susceptible and vulnerable to it? Is it the elderly? Or is it obese people? You know, is it... Is it ethnic-based in any way? Like, is it poverty and income-based in any way? Like, what is happening and how and why, right? Like, we've never fully answered those questions, and I feel like that's kept us in fear socially. And I hate that. I hate fear. Like, wherever there's fear, there's probably a rational uh, calming down, you know? If you're a healthy person, you probably don't need to be fearful. If you're an unhealthy person with, you know, uh, susceptibilities, okay, be more protective. Be more on guard. Do what you need to do. I don't know what you need to do, but you you do, right? But I guess I get confused that, like, fearful people are dictating global policy at this point. And I don't know. I don't want to get too much into this, actually. It varies everywhere, doesn't it? I know in New York right now, still in late spring, I guess it's mid-spring, there's still a curfew, there's still this rule that you have to serve food if you're drinking alcohol. Um, You know, these things are like details, but they're worth caring about, and I'm really happy that California is like moving ahead, moving beyond this, following the lead of Florida and Texas, red states that have not suffered any higher death rates at all. You know, it really makes you wonder, like, what this is all about. 
and I don't want to get conspiratorial. I don't give much energy to conspiracy theories. I find them interesting here and there. <clears throat> um, but I definitely am sensitive to freedom taken away. So whenever that happens, I have to be suspicious, you know, like just remember the Patriot Act guys, like after 9-11 during the W. Bush years, legislation was passed to severely curtail American freedoms, all in the name of preventing terrorism. And you could argue the same thing is happening or has, you know, the inklings of happening. Like our freedoms can get ta be taken away all in the name of curtailing this pandemic. What's worse, terrorism or a pandemic? I mean, yeah, I guess more people are dying from COVID than from terrorism globally, I guess. Um, I guess I should really bet on that more strongly. It surely is higher, right? Um, terrorism is kind of a small killer percentage-wise. But I'm going to go out on a limb here. This is my hot take. I am actually more afraid of terrorism than I am of COVID. And the reason is that I can do things myself to prevent getting COVID. I can A, be healthy. I can live a healthy lifestyle. I can eat well. I can exercise. I can, you know, develop my respiratory system through aerobic exercise. I can keep a healthy, you know, um, what is it, BMI? body mass index, I guess that means. Um, and I can also avoid other people. I can stay home. I can wear a mask. I can keep a social distance, keep my personal space. I can do things to prevent getting COVID. Insofar as we know how it's spread, I can prevent it from spreading to me. <laughs> With terrorism, I can't. I can't do that. It's scarier. I can, I guess, stay home, but like, as soon as I leave the house, a car could swipe into me. If I, as soon as I go into a, a store, it could get blown up, you know, like, of course the chances are very low and I don't worry about it, but it could happen and there's nothing I can do to prevent it. The only thing to prevent terrorism is to like act globally against fundamentalist radicalism, I guess or to, you know, work on health care, work on mental health care, work on access to weaponry and stuff like that, you know, like, so society can do things about it. And in the same breath, society can do things about COVID. And I support it. I get it. Lockdowns, mandated masks, they make sense when the threat is so real that these things have a real effect numerically when they actually benefit people. Like, it makes sense, and I'm happy to have done my part. Um, that said, I hate wearing masks. I don't get it most of the time. Well, most of the time, I don't know about that. I get it when I go into a store, when I'm interfacing with a cashier, when I'm breathing in a closed, closed building. Like, it makes sense to wear a mask if you might be spreading disease. And it's that whole might that I hate. Like, you know, like, we all know that, like, East Asians wear masks always, like, you know, for the past however many years, like, pre-pandemic. Asians wear masks when they're sick because they don't want to spread disease. They don't want to cough on people. It's a very uh, socially conscientious behavior 
to do individually in order to save the herd. And that's kind of the idea here, but we're healthy. It's healthy people doing it. And that's what I hate. It's like, okay, you might be a carrier. You might be asymptomatic. Yeah, you might. It's true. You might. But every single day, you haven't been, you know? It's at what point do you just trust that the sun is coming up? You know what I mean? Like, at what point, how much like proof do you need that the sun will rise tomorrow? And it's funny because like until I got vaccinated, I was getting tested every week. I've talked here about how I got socially pressured into doing that. And it's not a big deal. Like the testing site is less than five minutes walking from my house. So I would do that. It would take a total of five minutes. So that's a 15 minute round trip from my door. And that was not hard to spare every week. I would do it on a Thursday. I'd have my results on Friday and I'd feel healthy going into the weekend and socializing, which I've been doing for months. And it was fine. But of course I thought to myself, yeah, I was healthy. I had a clean bill of health on Friday. And then I went and hung out with eight people, five people, whatever. Maybe I got it, you know? So how did that make me feel sure on Saturday? It's like pure speculation. And as time went on, more and more my friend group was vaccinated. So it just became less and less likely that I would get COVID. And that's what herd immunity is. Like, who's going to give it to me? Like, everyone I'm around now is living very safe, healthy lives, and we just choose to be around each other. But we're not risking anything, you know? Like, two virgins cannot pass sexual infection to each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to happen. So it's just strange to me that we obsess about passing something that no one has. I better stop myself here because, of course, that sounds a little silly. People have it. It's obviously not gone. Um, Plenty of pockets of LA still have it. Plenty of pockets in the States have it, even as we roll out the vaccine better than anyone else. And when I say better, I should qualify that. This could even be a conspiracy in which we're all being dosed with some unknown substance, right? Like maybe it's not good that America is leading the way. Maybe we're all dupes, but probably not. It's probably fine. Um, so yeah, I woke up on a Saturday, I went to this website, myturn.gov, I logged in, I created a login or whatever, I didn't have to lie, some other things that I had filled out leading up to that, they would ask me for like pre-existing conditions, or if I was in certain groups, and I wasn't going to fabricate any of that, and I would be told it's not my turn, it's not my time, you know, and that's fine, like I don't need to skip the line. I don't, I'm not, I wasn't in a rush to get this. And frankly, if I hadn't gotten it, I still wouldn't be in a rush to get it. Why did I get it? Um, I just decided for the peace of mind and for the social pressure and for the personal benefits, I would get it. Uh, peace of mind, I'm vaccinated, like enough said, right? Like it feels like I'm just covid immune and that's not even true is it like i think my vaccine is like some percentage 
effective, whatever it is. Like, it's not even true, and yet it does give us that peace of mind, right? Like, I feel quite immune. I feel really the same as I did, but now I get to say I'm vaccinated, <laughs> which is the social pressure of it. Like, a lot of people, like you guys listening, are happy that I'm vaccinated. You feel better meeting with me. You feel better knowing me that I'm responsible enough to get vaccinated. You might feel better knowing that when I do travel or party that I'm not going to be a super spreader, right? Like what's the likelihood of that now if I'm vaccinated? It's like kind of like a wedding ring too. It's just like a, a badge. It's like I am a responsible person. I am vouched for, you know, it's kind of like that. Um, those are real things. I don't love those things, but they are real. And I am enjoying those benefits, even though I wouldn't really endorse them. Uh, furthermore, on that point, like the personal benefits are to know that I will be able to enjoy society as it opens up. Definitely. As a vaccinated person. Is that true for unvaccinated people? Well, let's hope so. I hope they can also. I want you, dear unvaccinated listener, to also be able to fly or go to a concert or even cruise on a cruise ship. I want you to be able to go to a ball game or a park or walk your dog without a mask. Joe Biden, by the way, just announced that if you are vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask outdoors. And this is corny as hell, but I've never felt so proud of him. I am so happy he said that. And I really feel good now about not wearing a mask when I'm outside, which has been the case for months. In fact, I never have worn a mask outside. In Berlin, it started to become a thing that on major boulevards and streets, you were supposed to wear a mask. But it was so silly. Like, yeah, I guess the idea is like, if you're really brushing up against a lot of people at once, like don't cough in their faces, so wear a mask. But like the real point is to not spread disease. That's the point. Are you spreading disease if you stand on your sidewalk alone? No, you don't need a mask. I live in a neighborhood. I've talked about it before here in LA. That's, you know, it's populated. It's like one block away from Sunset Boulevard in Echo Park slash Silver Lake border. It's populated just down the street. My street, it's neighborly, you know, like my neighbors walk by with their dogs or walk down the street to get coffees. Like people are around, but it's not dense by any means. And I've never worn a mask around here and I've gotten shamed plenty of times. Even today, I think I did. <laughs> because I'm not gonna wear a mask when I walk my dog or when I just walk down to get a coffee. Like it's a beautiful day. It's, you know, 25 degrees Celsius, you know, 75, 80 degrees. Like, I'm not going to put a mask on. I'm going to breathe the air. And if someone is near me, I will give them space. I will hold my breath. I will look the other way. But I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm over it, guys. I'm over masks. So I'm really happy about Joe Biden telling the world, don't worry, guys. Keith doesn't have to wear a mask when he's outside. I still carry one around when I go into a store. It's pretty annoying still. Um, 
And, you know, so many of the places I'm going to, everyone is vaccinated. You know, like we're living in a privileged part of the world at this point. That's like the vaccine is available to anyone that wants it right now in L.A. America's kind of hoarded the vaccine and it's kind of sad. It's kind of a, you know, it's kind of like famine, right? Like world hunger is an issue of distribution. There's plenty of food. We're throwing it away. And yet people are starving to death. Less and less people every year. It's not the worst problem in the world anymore, but it's still a problem, right? That would be better solved. Um, vaccine is similar. Like we have the formula to make vaccinations. There's truckloads of it here in California. There's so much so that like after I got vaccinated that Saturday, um, I went to meet a, a buddy for lunch. And he had also just gotten his second dose of Moderna. So we were kind of like in a celebratory mood, having beers on a nice, beautiful Saturday in the sunshine. And we got approached by a worker who said to us, hey, if either of you want the vaccine, we have some right around the corner here. You don't need to go online. You don't need to sign up anything. Just come and get it because we're just going to throw it out otherwise. And I thought to myself, that's what I was waiting for was for literally someone to say, here it is right now, do you want it? And I would have taken it. Instead, I did the extra little bit of work of going online and driving myself to this place that it was a school. They were giving the Johnson & Johnson that I was aiming to get. And I just queued up. It was like no wait at all. I went and got a shot from a nice woman who asked for my consent to get, you know, what are, what are the word people are using? Um, not needled or spiked. Uh, jabbed, I guess people say. Whatever these silly words are. Um, I was asked to like which arm I wanted it. I opted for my good arm, the left, even though, you know, I, I figured it could just handle it better. Um, I was told to wait 15 minutes uh, sitting with water to make sure I wasn't diseased or anything. I waited about two minutes and then I left and it was fine. Um, I had side effects, not that day. I kind of just partied that day and night, didn't notice any side effects. But the next day, uh, my muscles ached a bit. I was very fatigued and it was not in a hungover way. And I was nauseous, I was nauseated. Um, I took an Adderall and I powered through and took care of what I wanted to do that day, but I didn't feel good. By Monday, I felt pretty much fine. But since then, nausea has crept back into my life here and there, which is annoying. And I've been getting headaches, which is really annoying. I mean, headaches suck. Are these related to the vaccine? Um, I have some friends that would say yes. Uh, but I've also been drinking some bad wine. I've also been microdosing mushrooms. So those could explain some things too. I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist, but it's just hard to say. And I suppose my whole point with all this is that it's personal. Like we're living in a public health crisis of sorts, but these kind of decisions should remain personal. And I totally get it when people don't want to take the vaccine. They might be concerned about fertility. They might be concerned about, you know, conspiracy and propaganda. They might be concerned about uh, 
pure authoritarianism and being cajoled into doing something they don't want to do. They might be concerned about, you know, unknown health risks down the line of some substance that was just invented within a year. You know, who knows? But it's valid, guys. Like, people's anxieties are valid, just as your anxieties are probably valid about being super scared of a pandemic that kills less than 2% of the population. (laughs) I mean, people have different anxieties, and I kind of respect that. Um, so yeah, I can't really sit here tell and tell you to get the vaccine. Um, I would feel very bad if the world did go the direction of a vaccine passport or mandating it for life. I think that'd be terrible. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's a scare tactic to get more people vaccinated, but if it did happen, what would you do? I would ultimately feel good about having it, right? Because I prioritize my personal life. I want access to the world. And if that means getting a visa to live in Germany, that's what I'm going to do, you know? So if it means like getting a degree to get a certain job, that's what I'm going to do. Is it fair? Maybe not. Would it be more fair if everyone could just do whatever they wanted? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, That's not realistic, but I think it's a good standard it's a good uh, ideal a good virtue to have that everybody should be able to be as free as possible so i'm really like an advocate for disseminating the vaccine far and wide to anybody that wants it so that people can fucking relax and get back to their lives and let us get back to ours fundamentally speaking i want to travel freely again I want to go have fun again. I want to sit in movie theaters with crowds. I want to dance and sing in, you know, shoulder to shoulder with other people. Uh, I want Burning Man to come back. I want Raves to come back. I want Berghain to open again in Berlin. Uh, I want life. And if I have to inject myself with a little bit of death, in order to live, I'll do it. And that's my stance. If you can get by and not do it, but not prevent society from returning either, more power to you. I would not want my uh, partner of fertile age to get it on the suspicion that it could affect our child, if I'm honest. I would rather her not get it. But I wouldn't stop her necessarily if she felt the need to get it for her own sake. I would just ask her to really to really think about why she wants it. Um, to analyze the, the peer pressure, the social pressure to analyze the true health risks and to actually study the science, which is more than I've done, if I'm honest. Um, Because these things matter, you know? Like, it would be pretty stupid if, like, in five years we were all a bunch of mutants, right? And that's not just Alex Jones talking. Like, it's a valid thing to be concerned about health risks. And just strange to me that supposedly health-conscious people might not be caring about that. 
that's my vaccine story, guys. Um, it's not a big deal to me in the end. Like, it's whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky to have such easy access to it, um, having put myself in this part of the world at the moment. Um, that's something I guess I can be proud of, kind of. Um, not really. It's just happenstance that the U.S. Uh, is really rolling it out in a, in a productive way. Uh, but I kind of get where countries like Germany and France are coming from, like from a consumer advocacy point of view, maybe there is some suspicion of these, of these vaccines that should be looked into more before it's rolled out so quickly. Again, the Johnson Johnson vaccine, similar to the AstraZeneca, I believe in Germany was recalled. So the vaccine that I was dosed with is no longer even available because of blood clots in six women or something like that. But let's be honest, um, A, you know, birth control is more dangerous. B, there probably was something else going on with that vaccine if they recalled it. You know, I don't know what it was, and I'm not that concerned. Because again, my body's not a temple. Um, I put whatever things into it. Um, But usually I do kind of know what it is that I'm putting in. I know what the effect will be, and I want that effect. And I know what the side effects will be, and I accept those side effects. Here, it's like less clear to me. Um, the side effects are pretty amorphous. The effect is even totally also amorphous. Like you won't get COVID. Okay. Well, I wasn't planning to get it anyway. So it's a little, you know, it's a little weird, right? But anyways, I've said enough. Um, it continues to be a politicized topic. It's a fraught topic. I think ultimately it's a personal issue. It's like abortion in that sense. It's personal, you know, like it should be available. That's it. Like, nothing else needs to be said about it. Make it available, and the people that want it should get it. And the people that don't want it shouldn't get it. Like, I feel the exact same way about abortion. (laughs) Um, Of course, the irony being that most people that are pro-abortion are anti... Or, sorry, are also pro-vaccine. I guess that's the same. People that are pro-life are maybe the ones that are (laughs) pro-anti-vaccine. I guess I could have said that smoother. Anyways, um, I'll leave it there, guys. I'm wishing you health. I'm wishing you uh, freedom and liberty. And I'll let you wish safety and security yourself. Um, I guess I maybe I'm taking this for granted. I'm happy to live in a society where safety and security are kind of a foregone conclusion. Um, I don't ever want to advocate too much for those things. I prefer to advocate for freedom and liberty because uh, I feel like those need to be advocated for more. All right, guys, until next time. Ciao.